Hello, my name is Raphael Agadama and I am nothing without the Holy Spirit. This is Trails of Fire. Here we'll talk about revival, the move of God's Spirit and the supernatural in the past, now in the present and even a glimpse into the future. Stay tuned as this will change your life forever. God bless you. Good morning. I know you've been waiting for me. The title of our episode this morning is Plugged Into Power. St. Augustine said, O God, you have created man for yourself, and man will never find rest until he rests in you. How true that is. All the rat race, the running around, the seeking for money, the search for happiness, all these culminate into one thing that man is looking for rest. But that rest he has unfortunately sought for outside of God. And that is why he will never find it. You only find rest when you rest in God. A particular young man, a young preacher, he went to see an older preacher in his house. They sat by the poolside while this young preacher began to lament and complain about things that are not working well for him, his church, and his ministry. The older preacher listened quietly and at some point grabbed him by the neck and pushed him into the pool. Sticking his neck, his head deep down into the water while this young preacher gasped for breath, struggling. The older preacher kept him down for a while and then pulled him out. When he pulled him up, he asked him a question. Young man, while you were inside the water, what was your greatest need? And the young man said, I needed air, I needed oxygen. And the old preacher said to him, Go home and come back when your greatest need, when you are deep down in that kind of situation, is God. When your greatest need in such a do or die situation is God, come back. That's when you are serious and ready. Wow, I don't know what you think about this story. But I think that any man who wants to walk in the fullness of God's spirit, the glory of God's power must be ready to need God as much as he needs air. You need the breath of God upon you as much as you need to live. Man is like a car without an engine. Adam was not Adam until God breathed into him. Genesis chapter 2 verse 7 the Bible says that God breathed into Adam God breathed into man and he became a living soul until God's breath comes upon you you are useless if God does not breathe into you you are but a dead flesh the breath of God is the spirit of God remember in Ezekiel chapter 4 
the breath of God came upon those dry bones. They became an exceeding mighty army. The breath of God is the power of God. When God breathes upon you, when the Spirit of God breathes upon you, His power comes upon you. The breath of God is the life, the very life of God. Wow, the very life of God. No wonder, no wonder man became a living soul after that breath came upon him. The breath of God is the mind of God. When we stay in God's presence in extended times of prayer, in extended times of fellowship with the word of God, in extended times of worship, what happens is that God breathes on us. His breath saturates the environment and then we begin to think like him. You cannot think like God when you do not fellowship with God. I repeat, you cannot think like God when you do not fellowship with God. Praise God. The breath of God is the glory of God. That's the reason why in meetings you see people falling under the power of God just by the breath of the man of God. It's because the breath of God is the spirit, the glory of God. Amen. The Holy Spirit is the electricity of heaven. It's another point you need to know. The Holy Spirit is the electricity of heaven. It is this current that came upon the disciples to announce the arrival of the Holy Spirit. It was this same current that gave Adam life. It was this current that transformed a timid Peter to a mighty evangelist. It was this current that entered into Saul, and Saul became Paul. In the book of Acts, chapter 26, from verse 13 to 15. Man is a plug. God is the socket. Outside the socket, the plug has lost its purpose. So consider yourself a plug. And consider God a socket. Until there is contact, power is not generated. A lot of young people want to carry God's power. They want to heal the sick. They want to preach the gospel with signs following and all. But they don't want contact. How do I make contact with the Spirit of God? Contact is made in the place of prayer. In the place of worship. In the place of obedience, in the place of fasting, in the place of waiting on the Lord. Sometimes you may be fasting and you're not waiting on God. Waiting on God, you can also wait on God and yet you're not fasting. What I mean by this is when you fast and you pray and your heart is fixed on God, towards a particular thing or towards a particular intervention or towards receiving from God, you're waiting on God. Then you can also fix your heart this way in prayer, in seeking God's face without fasting and you're still waiting on God. So, what I'm trying to say here is this, that if there's no contact, power is not generated. And there has to be consistent, frequent contact for you to really know the mind of God, really walk in 
abundance of glory because we are in such a time where there's so much demand so much demand that God cannot fail us and we cannot afford to fail God as a believer if you must walk in genuine power then you must be ready to make contact it is this contact that causes your spirit man to be aligned with heaven you need to know that no man can do anything no man can do anything for God that will count except God breathes on him the breath of God is life the breath of God the Bible says it's parted the Red Sea it is the spirit that quickens the flesh profits nothing so while you want to live for God carry the power of God do all those great things for God you must remember that it can only be done by the Holy Spirit the help of the Holy Spirit why because it is the Holy Spirit that quickened the flesh cannot profit you nothing an arrow is only useful in the hands of the archer. What do I mean by that? You are only useful as a plug when you are in the socket. That's when you can serve your generation. Outside of God, you become useless. You are only useful as a fish when you are inside the water. I mean, a fish outside of water cannot live long because he has left his, its habitat that's how believers are outside of god you cannot prosper you cannot live long you cannot do all that god wants you to do because you have left the habitat where god created for you jezebel pursued elijah elijah ran back to his closet plugged himself into power spent some time he even had to eat twice the bible says that he should wake up and eat because the journey ahead of him is much and when he was done he had plugged himself into power when he returned jezebel became meat for dogs why because somebody plugged himself into power first kings chapter 19 you'll see that there so how do i plug myself into power worship Study of God's word, meditation. Joshua chapter 1, verse 8. Remember, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but upon it will you meditate day and night to observe and to do all that is written therein. And then shall thou make thy way prosperous, and then shall thou have good success. Praise God. By fasting, by prayer, by obedience, by honor. A lot of Christians today do not understand the part of honor anymore. When you honor people who are ahead of you, you honor people who are genuinely called by God, you honor people who you see the glory of God upon their lives, it has an effect in your life. The Bible says that when you give a cup of water to someone because he's a good man, you receive that reward. But when you give a cup of cold water to a prophet because he's a prophet, you receive a prophet's reward. So there are different kinds of reward depending on the honor you attach to it while doing it. You can also make contact and be plugged into power by sacrifice, by your hunger for God, by prophecies. When the prophetic comes upon you, you can make contact. The Bible says that after Saul had met with Samuel, he was going back and by prophecy, because Samuel had prophesied, he met a group of prophets 
and he began to prophesy and they asked is Saul also among the prophets why it's because the power of God had rested he became another man you can also make contact by impactations by impactations Paul said I wish to see you quickly so that I can impact and give unto you spiritual gifts praise God this morning I would like us to pray asking God deliberately that the hand of God will rest upon you and will help you to be constantly plugged into God so you can constantly serve your generation and lead them aright and be a blessing to your world in your workplace in your office in the kitchen wherever you're listening to me right now just say this prayer with me say after me Lord Jesus thank you for your Holy Spirit thank you for your power that never fails right now I yield myself to you submitting my heart my spirit my soul and my body forsaking every evil way receiving your mercy and yielding to your spirit breathe upon me and make me a channel of life and power to my generation make me a channel of glory to my sphere of influence in the name of jesus i release myself to the leadership and the control of your spirit in jesus mighty name amen amen if you have just said that prayer i'm glad because the spirit of god is upon you and you will see tangible results tangible changes tangible manifestations the hand of god rests upon you mightily in the name of jesus i pray for you this week becomes your your leap week in the name of jesus you will leap out in joy leap out in faith you will leap out in rejoicing because things will begin to fall for you in the right places uh, in the name of jesus the hand of god rests upon you you are delivered from wicked and unreasonable men you prosper you live in good health in the name of jesus your ears and your eyes are open to hear and understand the things of god you are led by the spirit you cannot be disadvantaged you cannot be disappointed you are the chosen one wherever you go to you are accepted and you are exempted from evil those blessings of god rest upon you tangibly Jesus mighty name. Till I come your way again next week. God bless you. You have been listening to Apostle Raphael Agadama of Trails of Fire International. We believe you have been blessed for prayers, counseling, or partnership. Please call 080 709 or send us an email to our email address at trailsoffireoffice at gmail.com. Hallelujah! Something good is about to happen to you. The disciples of Jesus had a testimony that their hearts burned whilst Jesus spoke to them. God's word can set you on fire. And yes, you can be aflame 24-7 with fire for today. A daily audio devotional by a dearly esteemed man of God, Apostle Raphael Agadama, inspired by the Holy Spirit for your growth and victory. For inquiries, please contact us on plus 234-813-543-6165 or send us an email at fire for today at yahoo.com. Fire for today. 
provoking spontaneous spiritual revival. God bless you. My name is Raphael Agadama and I am nothing without the Holy Spirit. On fire for today, I will be teaching on the topic, Amazing Restorations. Amazing Restorations. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you. Thank you because you are good. And your mercies are everlasting. Thank you, Lord, because your word is power. Thank you, Lord, because your word is liberation. Wherever your word goes to, it brings light and understanding. It embarrasses darkness and shuts down the boils of destruction. I give you praise. Everyone listening to me right now, they come under the influence of this anointing. They are raised up. They are raised up to glory. They are raised up to their high places in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father God. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amazing Restorations Psalms chapter 126 From verse 1 When the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dream. Then was our mouth filled with laughter and our tongue with singing. Then said they among the hidden, the Lord had done great things for them. The Lord had done great things for us, whereof we are glad. Verse 4, my emphasis. Turn again our captivity, O Lord, as the streams in the south. The Holman Christian Standard Bible says, He says, Restore our fortunes, Lord, like the water courses in the Negev. He says, Restore our fortunes, Lord, as the streams in the Negev. The Passion Translation says, Now, Lord, do it again. Restore us to our former glory. <laughs> May streams of your refreshing flow over us until our dry hearts are drenched again. Glory to God. The Message Version says, And now, God, do it again. Bring rains to our drought-stricken lives. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Amplified Version says, Turn to freedom our captivity and restore our fortunes, O Lord, as the streams in the south, the Negev, as they are restored by the torrents. Wow. Do you know that song? Holy Ghost. Do it again, do it again in my life. Open my eyes to see Jesus seated upon the throne. He said, restore us again. Turn our captivity, O Lord, again as the streams in the Negev. What does it mean to restore? It means that something was in store before. Then it began to run out. It began to diminish. It started to reduce. 
it 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 became little in supply to restore means to bring it back to its fullness to restore means to it's the same word to replenish when say replenish the earth it means that something the earth was first of all filled up then there were deductions there were withdrawals so when we're talking about amazing restorations we're talking about the fact that there are places in your life in your ministry in your career in your destiny withdrawals have been made and those empty spaces are still there you lost money you lost a loved one you lost a relationship you lost a contract you had some hitches here and there you spent some you know god has helped you but then now where you are now is looking as though yesterday was better you see turn again our captivity O lord as these streams in the negev now these streams because it is in the desert region it serves the people but then it begins to diminish then the rains come when the rains come suddenly the streams are bubbling back again with life fills up again they are restored and they serve that desert region again till the next rainy season so when it says restore turn our captivity the way you turn the everywhere is looking dry the water courses are looking very very little they are looking very very weak because they've been used up but as the rains come suddenly the water courses begin to bubble with life again suddenly it looks like what was diminishing is now restocked to the full it looks like oh there's joy there's rejoicing because that water course will serve again for another period and to look as though the water's never dried up so when he said turn again our captivity oh lord as these streams in the negev he's talking about that you will not look like what you have been through that you will not smell like you passed through the fire he said you will pass through the fire yet it will not kindle upon you you will come out of the water you will not be drenched when you are talking about restoration that's what we are talking about nobody will be able to smell shame because you passed through it no you come out looking gathered looking fresh looking all padded up why because amazing restorations amazing restorations that prophecy says there are sudden turnarounds remarkable takeovers amazing restorations that's what i'm talking about here he said turn again our captivity restore our fortunes as these streams renew the deserts <laughs> he says so lord bring back the good times like a desert stream filled again with flowing water he said yes glorious things 
what wonder what joy may we be refreshed as by the streams in the desert the stream that brings life to the desert the streams that swallows up the hardship the harshness and the toughness of the desert talking about the streams of life say may we be refreshed in the good news translation he says lord make us prosperous again just as the rain brings water back to dry river beds i don't know how dry your life looks like right now there have been so much withdrawals so much withdrawals that it looks as if you are not what you used to be Aya, aya, I hear in my spirit restore, restore. There are amazing restorations for you in the name of Jesus. And the beautiful thing is that you have the Holy Ghost. That is the source of every good thing. And so no matter how dry you feel right now, the Bible says that there is hope for a tree, even when it is cut down. He said, at the scent of water, it will sprout up again. Why? Because there is root. There is life in those roots. Once water comes, it springs up again. So, it's not like you are going to look for, no. You have the roots in you. The Holy Ghost is in you. As he breathes restoration, it will just be recalibrating things that have already been installed inside of you. So you are not going to know, you are not, it's not a new, it is restoration. It is a refreshing. It's an infill. Many times believers get to a place where they are, they are worn out. They feel dry. And then they begin to feel like, oh, God is far from me. Oh, I've lost it. No. What you need is refreshing, restoration, like the streams of the Negev. Because that thing is still inside you. The root is still there. The anointing is still there. The power is still there. You that you seen, ah, I used to hear God before. That function is still inside of you. The software is still there. What you need is what? Restoration. And in this new season of restoration, I want to show you that this scripture did not stop there in verse 4. Let's look at it again. Look at what the Bible says. When the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dream. Then was our mouth filled with laughter and our tongue with singing. Then said they among the heathen, the Lord had done great things for them. The Lord had done great things for us, whereof we are glad. Turn again our captivity, O Lord. As the streams in the Negev, they that sow in tears shall reap in joy. He that goes forth and weepeth, bearing precious seed, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with him. There was dryness, there was captivity, there was drought, yet people were still sowing in tears. Yet, they were still going forth, carrying their precious seeds. What does this tell you? 
it simply means that weeping must not hinder sowing <laughs> how to break into amazing restorations is to ensure that in the day of your dryness in the day of your weakness in the day of your that that desert-like situation you do not keep quiet you do not fold your hand you do not say ah when is my miracle going to come no you will keep sowing even in that tears because it is these consistent habits that triggers restoration many persons forget what they ought to be doing because they are keeping their eyes on the stormy waters of life things are hard things are hard things are hard so you are not giving things are hard things are hard things are hard god will understand so you are not tightening things are hard things are hard things are hard my job my job you are not praying these are the keys he said once the restoration comes you will see that the man who was sowing in tears will begin to weep in joy it means that in the days of dryness in the days of smallness in the days where it looks as if you are in a tight corner that is the best time to do the sowing that is the best time to do the 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 planting that is the best time it's a day that sowing tears he that goes forth and weepeth, bearing precious seed, he's weeping, yet he's doing it. It doesn't look comfortable, yet you are praying seven hours. Your job is there. The, 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 the relationship doesn't look like it's working out, but you hold on to the horns of the altar. See, turn again our captivity. Because the result of restoration is that those who were sowing in tears will now begin to weep in joy those who were weeping while they were carrying precious seeds they will now be coming back with rejoicing bringing in sheaves with them so this thing is connected it is interrelated what you are doing in the dry season is going to tell when the streams come because the streams will respond to the seeds you have sown in the days when the stream looked as though they had been diminished are you hearing me child of god say they that sow in tears they will reap in joy he that goes forth bearing precious seeds shall doubtless come again rejoicing i want to read the passion translation i love this thank you father god look at what the passion translation says from verse 1 it was like a dream come through when you freed us from our bondage and brought us back to zion we laughed and laughed and overflowed with gladness we were left shouting for joy singing your praise all the nations saw it and joined in saying the lord had done great miracles for them yes he did mighty miracles and we are overjoyed verse 4 now lord do it again restore us to our former glory May streams of your refreshing flow over us until our dry hearts are drenched again. Those who sow their tears as seeds will reap a harvest with joyful shouts of glee. They may weep as they go out carrying their seed to sow. 
but they will return with joyful laughter and shouting with gladness as they bring back armloads of blessings and a harvest overflowing. That is the secret. That is the kingdom life. So it may not look like it, but you want to see that restoration, you must be consistent in doing that thing. You're studying the word, keep at it. You're praying, keep at it. You're giving, keep at it. You're sowing, keep at it. You're listening to fire for today, keep at it. Because these are the keys. So the fact that you can do all these things when things are not comfortable, when it is not palatable, when it is not convenient. So when these streams come, aya, you have already grown ruto. You have become so massive. The streams just come to restore, refresh, decorate, and beautify your life. Wherever you are hearing me right now, I don't know what you have passed through, but I hear restoration. God is restoring what you've lost, restoring the years that you have sown in tears, looking at your faithfulness, looking at your arms and your offerings. It's remembering your good deeds and your goodwill. It's remembering your services, your acts of love and kindness. Libraka Suzy Lekewe Katalia Rahandesila Koprahandia. You are breaking into your season of restoration. In the name of Jesus. Your health looks like it has been depleting. I speak restoration now. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Oh glory to God. Your finances. Looks like you cannot account for what you do with it. It just keeps depleting. Consistent withdrawals. Restoration in the name of Jesus over your finances. Yes. Yes. Your relationships with people. is becoming bankrupt. You are wondering. What have I done? Is the problem with me? Restoration in the name of Jesus. I speak it now. Breketis kataya. Like the streams in the Negev. God has turned your captivity around. God has refreshed your life. In the name of Jesus, you have a testimony. In Jesus' name, Amen. You've been listening to the Apostle Raphael Agadama and Fire for Today. We believe that something good has indeed happened to you. For inquiries, Please contact us on plus 234-813-543-6165 or send us an email at fireforttoday at yahoo.com. Fire for Today, provoking spontaneous spiritual revival.